in the back who's um, nice enough to lay out the money. So if anybody didn't get one yet, it's, um, you're good? Yeah? Okay. First of all, the uh, Shevim Shir will continue this Sunday morning. Uh, we only have a few weeks' worth, so even if it snows on Shabbos, uh, quarter to nine. And we'll also continue the uh, stealing deals and uh, buildings on Shabbos afternoon. Uh, you can't do the actual stealing on Shabbos afternoon. You have to wait till the middle of the week for that. But uh, we could discuss it on Shabbos. So uh, tonight, the Metz Hashem will finish off this last copy in the Pesach Cheshen for the Geneva's Das issue, speaking of stealing. If you have time, remind me, I want to put in one more fact, an interesting lumdus on the uh, closing sugi we just left. And then uh, hopefully by the end of this year, we will start Hilchah Stockholm. Uh, let's go to the page in front of you, Siv Yud. Again, we're discussing not only is Geneva's Maman, obviously I'll serve it even if you're doing something which causes a misimpression and the guy feels he owes you one as a karsatoy, he thinks you're a great guy, whatever. Any form of Geneva's Das is also. We live in a society uh, which is built on advertising where there's certain laws that are blatant false advertising and everything else they hold as mutter even though they're building up something that doesn't really exist and they're trying to entice you with that. So we don't necessarily buy into that uh, hashkafically, no pun intended. And uh, I'm going to have some interesting examples soon. You're going to be shocked by one of the footnotes here. Take a look at Sif Yud up top. The example we gave last night should not be trying to convince somebody to come eat knowing full well the guy's not going to eat by Jew, but he has another appointment, another engagement, and he's not coming over. So all you're doing is just pressing the point that he thinks he's a great guy and such a wonderful machnes erich. Really, you don't want to have the guy over and you can't even have him over. And if you wanted to come, you'd be disappointed, but he thinks you're a, a great guy. If you knew he could come, you wouldn't be pressing the point. Take a look at Chof, um, the first hour before Chof Zion starts Peliyetz, which we learn, been learning for two years, we didn't get to this yet. Peliyetz, Eric Geneva, you see that? Kosov. Um, I have the lawyers and the businessmen screaming and yelling in a moment, uh, but uh, he's going to comment, he never saw anybody make this point, but I never saw anybody argued. Peliyetz, Eric Geneva, Kosov, Sheesh Kamas, Sukim Shogeneva's Das, they're different uh, types. Haklalhu, and this is the general rule when litmus test, when are you ever in Geneva's Das or not? Haklalhu, Shakol, Shemeshtada Leda, Mashabalev Chaveira, Barov Devarim. If you sit and talk and talk and talk, and the reason you're talking so much with all sorts of questions and decoy questions is because you're trying to get information from him. This is done all the time. Unless he says Barov Devarim, Geneva's Das Mikri. He has something in his heart which he doesn't want to disclose, and you're intent in the next two hours and finding out that information. I'm not talking about a KGB agent. That's obvious he wants information he doesn't have. I'm talking about a guy, people do this all the time at every meeting. Uh, they're trying to figure, now sometimes it's mutter, otherwise you can't have any business meeting. But what typically happens at any business meeting is they have two guys talking to each other looking like they're trying to be nice and trying to figure out with Diukim and Diukim upon Diukim information that the guy doesn't really want to disclose. Uri, we'll give you the floor first. Oh, well, we just, <laughs> Hate to attack you, but you understand the point there first? I, this I, is I a, do, but it completely contradicts what we said yesterday. Why? Because yesterday we said that the person's not supposed to hold back anything from his friend. Vada or not? So now... Oh, oh, I understand. Very good question. Let me address that. Very good question. The answer is, is that... This is going to sound complicated, but this is, the chilek is very important. 
you're not mechuyiv to give Shimon information that he has no right to know. And as far as a big kula, as far as if he corners you doing his schmoozing and his directing the conversation, trying to find that information with all the decoy questions, and you realize, uh-oh, he just asked me something that I really wanted, that didn't want to disclose, and now I have to make a quick choice. Are you allowed to tell a white lie or give information throw him off your trail? The answer is possibly, because he has no right to that information. They're just being conniving. If you remember, I, gave, I mentioned this in a shir years ago. I saw that, um, it's a fabulous example. Uh, I think I saw this uh, over a decade ago, and uh, Rabbi Dr. Levine you know, used to write on, uh, he's in economics, uh, he's also, also a, a rough who wrote on, do you remember him? So he, I think I saw this example by him. It's a fabulous example. And he, 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 thought he was, he was Robert Avenue J, I think. Um, there, was a, there was a company, I remember the name, it was TGX, Texas Gold Sulfur, if I remember correctly. Um, they were an oil drilling company. And if you know anything about drilling for oil, it's a very expensive proposition. And you could be drilling, spending millions and millions of dollars every time you put the drill on the ground with the whole setup and find nothing. It's a dud. And the way the companies that successful stay in business, like Shell or Exxon or TGX, is they have a lot of duds, and once in a while, they strike it rich. They strike oil. And that oil rig will pay for the other 10 duds. Just like that in any business here, it happens to be oil. TGX, the reason it's became a famous story is because they had a big uh, tumble because they had a lot of insider trading. But that's not part of the story over here. It's just you'll understand why there was insider trading when you hear the story. Um, TGX was drilling somewhere, I think it was Saskatchewan. That's in Canada. Saskatoon is the capital. You're probably wondering why I know all this worthless information. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I had a year at my table and it's a stroll from Saskatoon. And it became Balachuva. And there are other Yidden in Saskatoon, believe it or not. They're Yidden everywhere. <coughs> and uh, he told me that uh, the province is uh, Saskatchewan, and uh, it sounded familiar. I, I think the TGX was there, or it was in Alberta, but it was somewhere in Canada. They got a lot of land there. And um, they were drilling there, and uh, one fine day, they realized they hit oil. So a novice like people in the Shear who are not in the drilling business, actually, uh, John, maybe you can uh, commiserate with this story, um, you had a shaykhist to this. Um, if you're not in the drilling business, what do you do when you find you, the, the meters start going and you find you hit oil? So you keep digging. Anybody experienced? The first thing they did was bring the thing up, fold it up, fold up camp, and leave. Which is counterintuitive, but when you hear the rest of the story. Then they waited a little bit, and then they started sending a whole bunch of other people who they were sure would have no shaykhist, and they started buying up thousands of acres of land. It's the middle of nowhere. You can get like two cents an acre. <coughs> so they started buying up the whole province. <laughs> and, um, and you have to do that carefully. At a point, somebody's going to realize something's going on. Somebody's going to go up to five cents, not a dollar, whatever it is. And they started buying up the whole thing. After this, months and months later, maybe a year later, they finished buying up everything. And then they made a public announcement. They found oil there. And the stock went to the roof. Of course, there was all tumult because 
it was a long time in between, and there were certain people leaked information not pertinent to our story, and there was a whole inside trading. Some people went to jail, but that's not important uh, to the story over here. It wasn't a uh, wasn't a Jewish company, and uh, and, um, and some people went to jail, but they did very well in the long term. So uh, the analysis over here is uh, do I don't think anybody bought this Taina, but with the people, the nice farmers in Saskatoon or wherever they were, can they come back to Taina Mekartos? Like, serious or no over here? You knew this land was worth a gazillion times more than you paid for it? You ripped everybody off. This comes up. Is there any mining company that has this problem? As soon as they schmeck that you found gold or even copper, uh, you know, they want to buy up the place before the... Uh, so, is this mutter al pitin? Surprisingly, the answer is yes. Why is it mutter? The answer is no, it's not. The only reason the land goes up is because of the millions and millions of dollars I spent all over the place looking for this stuff. They don't, I don't have to let them piggyback on my expenditures because otherwise no one will make any money. So in essence, the fact that this land is worth more is information they're not entitled to. So even if they would ask, and I think the story was they did ask some of the people who sent, you guys have any shaykhs to TGX that was here about a year ago? And they were all told to say no, which was normally a lie. But it might be a mutter over here because they have no right to the information. Now, don't run away with this hatta because most people lie are lying because they think the other guy has no right to the information. But that's not, that's usually not the case. But that is an example where that is the case. Yeah? That's a good story for another reason because you see the price of commodities can change overnight too. Yes! So at that time, you may have taken everybody, duped everybody. Right now, everybody else may have duped the oil company because of. Uh, In which way? Had they duped the oil other? Down. Well, oil went down. What? Yeah, but they're not duping anybody. That's commodities. That goes up and down. Right, right, right. That's why. That's an excellent point. Excellent point. That's why I don't know because Tyson says up to 50%. It's because real estate is impossible to tell. And sometimes things are hot because people are bullish on it. Some people bearish on it. And we don't really know what's right. So you don't really know what the value is. They might, they might be wrong. Anyway, that's an example. So the answer to your question is you don't have to disclose anything that they don't have a right to know, but you have to disclose everything that you probably don't want them to know, but they have a right to know anyway. And you've got to figure out where everything goes. That's the, that's the short answer to your question. Anyway, the Peleid says that if you try to get information to somebody by schmoozing a lot and not letting them know what you want, if you put them on guard, then that's Ganevus Das. You try to be extra nice to the guy, but you really don't like the guy. The shift they call didn't have this problem with Yosef. They told him exactly what they thought of him. Not a different problem, but at least it was Pivoliba Shavin. Geneva's Das Mikri. That's also called Geneva's Das. Go to Chavches in the footnote. Shochanar Kosova Sma Dafka Lahafsa Harbe. We saw this last night. You shouldn't ask too many times. Shalaka Kanog. Avalavakish Pam Bishtayim Bavel Cholimi. But to ask once or twice, that's considered etiquette. Because again, we gave the example. I'd be standing around and you don't even invite him. So he's going to feel like he's. Nobody. People come on, why aren't you even inviting the guy? And they're going to come out thinking he's a low life and nobody wants him. You know he's not going to take the gift, and you're looking like such a nice guy trying to have him take the gift. And again, you're engendering goodwill, and that is usher. Chavtes, so, shok, what? A question. You know, drug reps buy, you know, they, they, they use the, they, they buy 
people lunch and whatever, just they want information, like what you're prescribing. Is that illegal information? You know, insider trading only became monster after 1929, or soon thereafter. Um, they realized it wasn't a healthy thing for the people not to, people you know. They, they, they have records of what all doctors are prescribing anyway. You have this company, remember the name, there's a this company that collects all that information. Yeah, shouldn't they, they have, have the records? They have all that information already, what you're prescribing. They had all the information. They, they wouldn't be taking out to lunch. <laughs> okay, so they're taking people out to lunch, they want information. So the question is, is the information illegal? Is it illegal to give the information over? If it's not, and you like this guy, and he likes you, and it's legal, why not? The problem, inside trading, by the way, is, is now a, is a lahavdal, it's a kosev. It's not, it used to be mutter. And the svar was, a very capitalist view of things, svar was, you have more information, you're in the know. So the rich get richer, okay, that's the way it goes. And then after the various crashes and that, they felt it's not fair, we've got to make an even playing field, and therefore don't do it, which we're used to now. But every time they try to get uh, insider traders into jail, it's a tough battle because you've got to figure out the, what he really knew and what they, the, the circumstantial evidence is tough. But to add some far, we all understand it should be an even playing field, but that wasn't, that's not push it. Why is it an even playing field? I know more. So knowing more, the knowledge is what gets you ahead in business. So why can't I share the knowledge with my father or my friends? So they decided now you can't, so now it's illegal. But it used to be legal. It's an so interesting thing. It wasn't that we push it. It's a breach of fiduciary responsibility. But the reason they made the whole gzeira is because they want the market to be an even playing field. Because it's not, they feel it's not fair to the outsiders. But at the same time, if an analyst sat in, in front of, I don't know, a, a warehouse and was counting how many tracks went in, that's right. not considered inside the information because he doesn't because have any, any fiduciary... Mm-hmm. But I think it's more than that. That might be part of it, but I think it's more push it. It's because everybody can do that. We want to make an equal playing field. You want to go sip on the warehouse and count trumps? Go right ahead. He's not a fiduciary for that company. That's why he's allowed to do this. He, he doesn't have... So let me ask you a question. If, 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 the, if they had a board meeting just now and they're now going to do a merger with a major thing and the merger is going to happen in a year and the guy walks out of the board meeting and he drops the paper with the whole plan on the street, Wall Street, and I'm not, I have no shot as a company. I walk by, pick up the paper. Can I now act on it? I, I don't. I, was I don't. Uh, ask our legal yeah, ask. Ask. I'd be curious. I don't. Th- I thought the shot was not just the. They're saying it's only the sherry. I think it's because they want everybody to have a living playbook. That case might be considered public knowledge, but the case where if he overheard something, like if he, and, and he's not a fiduciary, the janitor walks by and they hear they're buying the company next April. And he hears it when he's not supposed. Like he was listening. Just sweeping. Just vacuuming. You don't have to be. I'm saying. No. So if the janitor heard but something he that they didn't, gotten it from a fiduciary. Uh, everybody gets got to start. No, no, no only I'm directly just... or have a grama, have a grama. Also, so then everything, the information's got to come from somebody who knows what they're doing, or else it's not good information, right? Okay. Okay. Well, but I'm trying to be an example here is, is that this is a good example. People schmooze with people in corporate because they want to know what's going on. And they'll schmooze and schmooze and schmooze hoping to catch reservation. Just that operation of the schmoozing for that purpose is going to be us. Because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get information from them. That's the Peleus's part. If the Dinah Chazdina says that, uh, that, that the judge is right to ask for it, then automatically it becomes mutter. Uh, putting the Messiah Shaila aside if it's involving Yidin, but, but that automatically that's mutter. But his, uh, his brackets over here, he's just commenting, he says, I have Pesach is like one of the 
biggest uh, contemporary on Achaj Mishpah. He said, I haven't seen anybody write that. But, uh, but he didn't say he saw anybody argue either. And the Pelia is simply saying, Geneva's das is when I'm trying to, to take somebody, have somebody taken by me, so to speak, as we'd say, by charming him or doing whatever it is. So getting back to your question, I can take everybody out to eat and business is still thriving and everybody's taking everybody out to eat and prime grilling and prime cut, wherever the reserve cut, wherever they're going now. Everybody's doing a booming business. That's all mutter. Because the Naish Shavayilam is that uh, he's got to give the business to somebody and I want his business. So he knows that I'm not his best friend and he knows why I'm taking him out. But uh, whoever gives him the thickest steak will get the business or something like that. And that's fine. I'm not saying it's good for you meat, but that's that's Derek There's nothing uh, nothing wrong with that. Okay, Chavtes, uh, the bottom footnote. Shochanar Harav This is going on the fact that uh, that there's sometimes when it's mutter uh, and sometimes when it's also we're going to see a chilik now. If he really loves him, that what he's saying is genuine, and uh, he really wants him over and just wants to show his love for him. And his care for him is considered. You can give it to him because you're giving it to him out of, out of real Ava for him, even though you know he can't. You just want to show Ava. So you could show Ava to a point. And he would really like to have him over. So guys get Masakhtavit to him. So that's not a problem because I really would have done it for him. So you gotta fit that into the situation. The person don't bring us down, but that's push it. It's only triggering a false goodwill. What I really don't like the guy, or I really wouldn't have done this for him. If I would have done it and he's not taking it, that's not going to be an issue. Okay, um, let's uh, begin. Since we only have a few minutes, I wanted to actually put in one thing we forgot just in the previous sugi while you get your svarim. Anybody doesn't have, please, they're on the back over here. Um, if you remember the uh, maskana of the last sugi about doing business with uh, trade for items, remember we said the issa was only nogea to dares, is not the rabbanon. Let's figure out what's the right to the There's one uh, last uh, birum that we didn't see. The very fascinating is pichadish not the If you have an animal, just a little hokas trade you have an animal, every time we shut down, we check the lungs and other parts that are miyatamotsi to find trephus. You have an animal they didn't check, but you have no clue that it might be a trephus. They just didn't check. It's too late to check. Lungs are gone. Everything's split up already. Can you sell that animal? So, some of them say, you sure you can, because midaraisi go off the roi, you've animals on a trephus. So, it's only midarabonim, you have to check the reis. That's only in this midarabonim. You shift an animal, this can happen. You shift an animal, you lose the part you're supposed to check. It's gone. You you are you are so let's take you I mean if that's happened once it means dominate okay let's say a case I want to run an operation I'm doing shchita but I don't want to pay half the cost I don't want to pay a whole line of bikin okay. and I want to sell it um, consistently to guy last time I want it so some person can say this in Europe this is very nice he said yeah you can just shecht it that's the, that's the cheapest part. So some place can say, yes, mutter, it's only else in the Dabonim. Others say, a very interesting classification, they say, many uh, agree with this latter shot. They say that even though it's only a chiv Dabonim to check the lungs, but with the reason you have a chiv to check is because the chash the right, so that already puts, puts it into the right side category. That's an important idea. The case of the shechting is shechted well. The chiv to check the organs. What? So if you want to sell to Goyim, not just Nazdamen. You want to open up a business. We, we, that we had already. They, they had that shot in the year. The Tazari discussed that. You have to, yeah, you, you can't 
you can't sell tray from me to Goyim as a matter of course. That, that's the issue. So, so why, why are you shechting at all? The answer is because you can't shoot it because you want to sell it. So now I'm shechting. Sharp knife, check the knife, Gavaldic. I don't want to pay the other side of the pill. Stop checking the organs. So is that mutter? This was not gay in Europe. I don't think anybody's doing this today. Yes, correct. So it's an interesting shayla. So even though the chita check is only drabbanam, many chayim say, but the chashash, the chashash, the raisa. So we have to put it in the raisa category. There are a lot of nafkaminis. This machlekes. I just wanted to mention. Uh, it's not a half minute. It's machlekes. The shchit is fine now, but you didn't check the raya. You didn't check the other parts of the animal. You always have to. You have to check because if you don't check, then we say that it's it's also. Now, is that Isra and is the rise and is the Rabban? I said, well, royal animals are not trafers, it should be the Rabban, as some argue. And some say, no, once it's a chiv to check, they say it's Asr now, kilu wechoshish for the Dereis, the possibility of a trafer, and you're doing that consistently, and therefore it's Asr. That's the, the Mechilim said that, but the, the Machmir, we'll explain more afterwards. I want to at least start Hilchas Talk, as you promised to. Open up your Sefer to page Aleph. Doesn't start on base. This first simon is. Uh, should you stop and start? Uh, no, because we'll probably chazer over. It's just going to be an introduction anyway, so that's fine. Uh, thank you. Um, this first simon is a very beautiful Musar Hashkafa Shmuz, which is crucial for all the other simonim. We're not going to go straight. I'm going to uh, try to take out, because it's a very big safer, try to take out the most pertinent parts. But this first simon um, is, is unbelievable because the Machaber, Kedaka uh, because wanted to push the point and have people understand what Chosh of Asug you were dealing with. This is something that hangs giving staka, and the Torah mentions it a few times, as we will discuss, and it's important to know, A, what the Chiv is, before getting to the details of the Maish and the Chemish, all that, just what the Achrayas is of having money that is given to you to be shared. We're all Gizbarim, all treasures. And the nice thing, which is unusual for Shulchan Aruch, he talks about schoolers, because the Gemara talks about schools. So that's what we're going to be discussing in this first uh, simon. Let's see the Machaber. Mitzvah Zahase, Litein, Stalka, Kafiyah, Sagas, Yad. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of discussion on that. Kafiyah, Sagas, Yad sounds like whatever you can afford. It doesn't make mention of 10%, 20%, a cap of 20%, which the Gemara mentions. So uh, we're going to be getting back to that. Kama Pamim Nistavinu Ba Bemitzvah And the Torah repeats this many times in various forms. It's a real. I'm going to mention something now, which I'm going to repeat many times because people get this misconception. We're going to get into in a few weeks from now. All machloek is whether meiser ksafim, meiser chaimish, chaimish meiser. That concept is that a din daraisa, din darabon, or a minig. It's a three-way machloek zacharim. So um, even if it's a minig, it's probably the minig today. Although some within the minig hold it depending on the communities, it's pretty much the minig today. If you hold it is a minig, and the grower passes this, all right, so it holds the rabbanon. What's lost in the shuffle over there in that discussion is there's nobody that ever said, even as a have a minig, giving stucca is the rabbanon or a minig. The pasuk says beferish many times. You got to give stucca. That's not a shadwa. That's not the machlekes. Machlekes is is there a din deraisa of a certain shear? Or is it just give stock on, continue to give stock as much as you can to help everybody? That's certainly the race. As he starts off over here, the Pasuk repeats it many, many times. So I just want you, I, I'm going to repeat that when we get there, because people hear the third thing and they say, oh yeah, I like that sheet of the minig sheet. Is that my minig? 
<laughs> I get all excited. It's, a rele- it's almost irrelevant uh, case, because if you can afford it, you'll give it anyway plus more, and the cap of 20% is a dindra bonon. If the rice give more, they were afraid people were so generous. Chaisal had a big problem historically. Jews were too generous, and they were giving away all the money. So Chazal had to make a takana, don't give away more than 20%, and there are many had term. Can you imagine the compliment to Klai Yisrael? They had to make a gzeira? Imagine society. They had to, had to come down, answer you, big chumr, new chumr now from Chazal, don't give away all your money. Because they had a problem with people giving all the money and getting poor themselves. Which is unusual, to say the least. But this, that's the shayla. What the shear is, the rice to Rabbanon a minute, that's not the shayla on the concept of stock, which is something the rice. So that's, uh, that's important. Again, besides the asses, there's a lesasay bamalam ena mimena, which is scary. Which means if somebody comes to you and knocks on your door, don't worry, don't be panicked, just don't leave for the next few months, which is we'll, uh, we'll get to all the details. But technically, somebody knocks on your door and it's a real stock case and you have real money and you say no, that's an isadereza. So many people say, well, how do you ever say no? How do you walk down the street and let's say it's a stroll here in America? There's a lot of going. It's all you, you, you stop. You have to give to every single. We'll get to all those shilas, but just uh, conceptually. And all these are real pesukim again. It's nothing to do with the race. And not only is there a lesa say, but if you ignore it, you're called belial. Belial comes from the word belio, the person who's like wild, like without a yoke. I guess understand what the purpose of life is to help people and to do chesed. Kilu eved alilam. Where does that come from? So usually people who have trouble parting with their money is because it's a chesaron and bitachon, and they don't really believe. They believe in kechubetzim yadin. It's my money, and I made it. Why should I give it away? So that's like the vote of already. ki efsher. The old days, certainly today, not as much, but you can have a guy who's so poor, he's starving, and you wait, or you think about it, and he dies in between. And it happened to a Heligat Sadiq by the name of Nachem Ish Gamzu, and Mitzvah Shem will explain that tomorrow night, and we'll start this again.